Hey, hey sluts. sluts! I'm Aubrey, an Aquarius Sun, Scorpio Moon, Taurus Rising. And I'm Danny, a Sag Sun, Leo Moon, Libra Rising. And, and we're, we're your Astro, Astro sluts. sluts. And, and, and we're, we're your, your host historians. Welcome back to season four of Astro Sluts. This season will be going around the world taking you through the origins of astrology which we'll be kicking things off with today and then getting into all the different things that might entail we'll see we'll see what happens are you ready for takeoff sluts here we go buckle your seatbelts thanks for calling astro sluts leave your birth time you want to know how to get that guy text their mom we're gonna need that time will be your latest crush what do you have to update on us since um, the last season? Did was that English? Did that make sense? Yeah, I don't think much. I know. I think. <laughs> um, I know. I feel like it hasn't been that long. I think it's only been like a little month. I guess. Hopefully, you've been listening to our quickies while we've been gone. We'll keep doing those every week. Um, but yeah, I think I just I still have a boyfriend. Um, we didn't break up. <laughs> <laughs> love that we love to hear it <laughs> so that's still going on and things are great and happy and lovely um what about you um pretty similar still dating the wife yeah. um yeah just living life I know living I feel life. like I, sh- I feel like so much has happened in the past four weeks I'm like oh I have to say that on the pod and now I know. I'm like my life is the same yeah um I am about to have a new life though I think our biggest announcement is that I uh, got a job (laughs) with me, (laughs) with Danny. (laughs) So um, now we will be spending Monday through Friday, (laughs) nine to five together or whatever. So exciting. Um, I'm thrilled. (laughs) It's going to be great. So honestly, expect way more content from us. Yeah, literally. So that's We're about to be attached at the end. (laughs) Thank goodness. (laughs) Great for the brand. Right. And we'll be talking in sync more than ever. Yeah. <laughs> I know. I've been thinking about it. I'm just like laughing about the fact that I'm like, we're about to roll up to this office and people are going to be like, what is happening? What is happening? There's another one. <laughs> I feel like I'm just such a menace Another already. one. <laughs> and they're like, oh God. And she's is, got a friend. Right. <laughs> that is so funny. No. Yeah. We are. Yeah really gonna um you know we're take gonna over stomp the yard or whatever <laughs> something like something that like that <laughs> but it'll be a great time oh, i am new era loading no literally <laughs> i literally have a new life loading yeah right now i know so yeah We'll get into that when it happens, though, yeah. I guess. Yeah. But, yeah, we're excited for a new era of Astro Sluts. Thanks for joining us. Welcome back. If you want to stay up to date on all the latest Astro Sluts, you can sign up for our text messages. We'll text you whenever there's something new to look forward to. And you can text Astro. If you're already on the list, you're good. But... The phone carriers (laughs) did not like that we were saying sluts in text. It was a whole snafu, (laughs) a kerfuffle, a a finasco, if you're a Bachelor fan. Um, So you can text ASTRO, A-S-T-R-O, to, same number, 833-676-2688. 
1-800-273-8080. You do have to be 18 or older to receive our texts. So I'm sorry to the teens, <laughs> but maybe you shouldn't be listening to this either. I don't know. You just have to text them your birthday, like yeah. the numbers. So, you know. Yeah. That's all. Do that's, with that you know, you a little wink. That's all you have to do. And then <laughs> with that. Um, if you're loving Astro Sluts, if you've been following along for all four seasons now through the quickies and you haven't left us a review, we would so appreciate it. We love seeing those little five stars, <laughs> five stars only. And if you do, if you leave us a review on whatever your favorite platform is, wherever you listen to us, if you send us a screenshot along with your sign and your address, we'll send you some stickers. We'd love to say thank you for listening and for showing your support with a little review. So you can DM us on Instagram, just little screenshot that shows you, you know, click that five star and we'll send you a little treat in the mail. Or you can text us. Yeah. Yeah. Text us your screenshot. Whatever. But we would really appreciate it. And we love you guys. Love you. Um, new segment alert. <laughs> it's time for drumroll, please. <laughs> Click clack of the, of the computer screens. Talk Astro to me. Mm. Ooh, what is that? <laughs> Suspicious. We are going to just, you know, do little icebreaker questions every yeah. week to get us into it. Um, they'll be themed by the different signs Fun. every week. And we're just going to come up with them. Do you want to ask your question first? Yeah. Okay. I'm uh, in the hot seat. Yeah. So I went with a Sagittarius question this week, and I went with like a little Jupiter energy meets philosophy. Okay, that cute. would be fun. Would you rather get everything you've ever wanted or everything you'll ever need? Oh. But maybe it's like different, you know? Okay. Definitely <laughs> everything I've ever wanted. Yeah, for sure. Oh my God. No, I really still have romanticized um, the like... The hardships of fame. <laughs> yeah. Oh my god, I can't wait to hate being famous. Totally. I, I that is like what I'm looking forward I to most that. is being mm-hmm. like, oh my god, I just wish I could like go Be to the grocery store person. like a normal person. I love that. That's my dream. Mm-hmm. Um. So if I have everything I want, but you know, yeah, not everything I need, that's lit. Amazing. Um, I wrote um a little Aquarius question. It's giving alien. It's totally. Giving futurism yeah it's giving Aquarius would you rather time travel to the past Mm -hmm. or to the future and like just when and where would you want to go so I would rather go to the future and I would like to go Mm. I'd like to go to my Martha Stewart era. So maybe when I'm like 60 plus. Okay just see what the vibe is. See what's the vibe. Yeah. I love that. Yeah, that would be fun. Yes. If you have any ideas for questions, you can put them in our submission form in our links in bios. And we'll post these questions on TikToks too. Or on TikTok too, because we want to hear your answers. Yeah. And you can theme them by sign um, and really anything that means to you. So you can think of like the color, the body part, the symbol the planet whatever like that sign brings up anything that falls in that realm whatever like a little, they rule yeah. like a little good way to remember all the things that our signs mean 
All the good symbolism. Up next, we're also going to do a little current sky for the next week. A new, yeah. Another new little segment that we're trying out. Let us know if you like the additions to this season. We will kick it off with, first of all, welcome to Virgo season. Started on August 23rd and will go until September 22nd. Virgo season is famously Beyonce season. <laughs> I think that's just a really great way to understand Virgo. Totally. Hard worker, kick ass, but like so talented. So like, keep that in mind all season. Just fucking go for it. Girl boss season. It is time to get your life in order season. Really like whatever you want to like start like taking your little notes getting your little prep work together huge back to school yeah exactly get the (laughs) notebooks get the pencils get the fresh highlighters literally I mean back to school yeah literally I mean yeah there's a reason that like you go back to school in Virgo season like it makes total sense yeah um I think it's also just I think just thinking about like Beyonce it is a little bit more like Virgos are like very internal Mm -hmm. We yeah. keep a lot to ourselves totally. and only the most perfect version mm-hmm. of Virgo Absolutely. gets shown to the world. Totally. I mean, it's like Beyonce doesn't do interviews. Right. Kind of thing. Yes. Like I know there's, you know, but like in theory, like in general, it's like the really like and like the documentary comes out. But like after the insane killer, one of a kind, never done again, ever (laughs) Coachella performance. Yes. You know, like that's when you get the behind the scenes look is after all that. Yeah. And it's all Mm -hmm. like PR. Right. (laughs) Yeah, now it's curated. It's all been looked over by an entire team. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Mm -hmm. But Virgo gets the final say. Mm -hmm. Um, But you can check what house Virgo lands in your birth chart to see like what part of your life might get you know highlighted by the sun yeah right now totally oh maybe that's just why I've been anxious it's my 12th house oh that's that could be that's fair yeah I wonder if that's it next up on the horizons here we have a mercury retrograde everyone's favorite (laughs) kicking off September 9th so later this week if you're listening to this when it comes out it's gonna go all the way until October 1st like we've said many a times, we will remind you that Mercury retrograde is a great time like for reflection yeah. and reassessing, you know, whatever's going on for you. Mm-hmm. It's an easy time for like miscommunications, not a great time to like be signing contracts or anything yeah. like, yeah. Inward, like definitely like, you know, read Fine over your contracts. Comb. Yeah. It's easy to miss stuff in Mercury retrograde. Lots of like technology glitches, which is, you know, we love to launch a podcast season during a Mercury retrograde. Yeah, so, we just you know. had a strange man sitting in the right. corner of this room for so long. We had to just sit here and stare at each other. Right. You, If you're watching our video podcast, you'll notice we're not in our typical uh, settings. <laughs> it's been a whole thing all week. But we're here now. We're making it work. We're here. This Mercury retrograde is in Libra, so it might have a lot to do with relationships. Mm-hmm. Again, this is not a scare thing. This is just an awareness thing. Um Libra's like famously side of all things relationship partnerships all those lovely things so this might have to a lot to do with kind of like miscommunications in your relationships this could be a you know mercury retrograde is famous for getting that text from an ex that might be another thing that comes up with this libra energy too i'm also like wondering about like ghosting i'm just wondering if like people might just be dropping 
That's fair. You know? Also, yeah, a Libra, Libra Mercury retrograde in Virgo season. Yeah. Yeah. We need to focus on us. And totally. we just, you know, don't have the communication skills mm-hmm. in these next couple of weeks to like right. be honest with people. So Yeah. Very interesting. We'll Watch out what, for that. We'll Report back. Those of you in the dating pools. Right. Let <laughs> us know. Um, and then it will eventually retrograde back to Virgo um, towards the end of the Mercury retrograde. So again, more Mercury energy. Not, not too. Shouldn't be too shocking towards the end there, but. Also, something just to keep in mind, like any um, of the like, you know, other transits that have happened like mm-hmm. in this past week are about to happen again and will happen right. a third time. So whatever's been like coming up for you mm-hmm. recently is going to be it was, will probably continue to like. Yeah. Surface. Surface. That's a good word. So mm-hmm. just something to like. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. As always, do not stop living your life because of Mercury retrograde. Mm -mm. We can be aware that, you know, communication is hard and things aren't going to plan, but still, like, live your life. Live your life. Next up this week, we have the full moon in Pisces. Um. I didn't mean to be that dramatic. Um, <laughs> it is. It's drama. It's it's drama. Beware. Right. Um, I'm not going to tell you to be afraid of Mercury and retrograde, but I am going to. No, I'm just Maybe. Kidding, <laughs> Maybe the full moon of Pisces. But yeah, full moons tend to be pretty emotional for some people or like heightened anxiety. It's like a lot of energy. So that like manifests for different people in different ways, of course. Um, but the full moon, which we know is like all things watery, the moon This one is in Pisces, which we all know is also very watery. So this might be like an extra emotional, might be be feeling like very sensitive. Definitely time to be really extra kind to yourself. Mm -hmm. Probably like plan ahead. Maybe if you like know full moons typically get to you, maybe you're just like, you know what? I'm going to stay home and take a bath that day. Yeah. A great idea. Yeah. Um, And that is happening on September 10th. Yep. So Mm -hmm. good luck. Yeah. Be kind to ourselves. Yep. And again, you can always check like which house um, Pisces will fall into to kind of see what area of your life that moon might hit on. It's astro education time. This is a continued segment. Yes. We will always we educate will not the people. Stop. <laughs> we will not shut up. This week we are talking about the history of astrology. Yes. Putting our little historian hats <laughs> on today. <laughs> so, yeah, it's time for our history lesson. Amazing. I'll begin Great. with the development of astrology. <laughs> <laughs> I wish we had a PowerPoint. I know, I do too. I have like a lot of notes, so I'm going to be reading. Great. Um, it all started in Mesopotamia, <laughs> as most things did. Woo woo! <laughs> The Mesopotamians were the first people to track the planets and stars. So kind of like early, early vibes of astronomy, astrology, all those kinds of things. Later on within Mesopotamia, the Babylonians were the first people to create like the zodiac wheel. So they were the first people to kind of like put the trackings like onto a circle, essentially. Um, And then later down the line, we get into like, greek egypt moments so like greek uh egypt 
came under Hellenistic rule. I think like Alexander the Great or something, like a Greek person, whatever. One of the one of those guys. You know, they took land as they did. And that is where horoscopic astrology came from. So the um, like predictive. Yeah. So like what it was was like they combined um Hellenistic astrology with Egyptian decanic zodiac. So the Egyptians had the tradition of splitting up the zodiac wheel into 36 segments. So if you're familiar with decans, which we're going to get into actually On later five. this week. <laughs> Quickie number six. Yes. Um, so splitting up the wheel, 36 segments, 10 degrees each. So you might have heard that like in your sign itself, um, which is obviously what we call de- decans now with like the Hellenistic kind of like 12 part wheel so that was kind of like probably like almost similar to what we use today I would say still like an early early kind of sign or an early like very early methods but like that's kind of where those two things came together is like a little bit more of like what you would see today Mm -hmm. um and the Egyptians put the emphasis on the rising sign so that's obviously very familiar to us the Greek system of planetary gods so that's where we got like the Jupiter and all the I'm like that's all I can think of right now. <laughs> Saturn, Saturn, Mars, the Mars. Zeus, the Zeus, right? Exactly. That's the mythology, kind of like Greek influence on that uh, on the Egyptian system, sign rulership. So planet to sign, um, the elements. This came to be something that we're like pretty familiar with, mm-hmm. and then back to Greece. And Rome, astrology got to Greece by a Babylonian priest. So it was like all stemming still from this like Mesopotamia, Babylonian situation. Um, but I do think it's like funny that there was like um, like an astrology missionary. Oh, essentially, okay. Like this priest went there to like spread Teach, astrology. Yeah, which huh. is just very uh, yeah, interesting. Never, yeah. Um. So the Greeks then brought astrology to Rome as well as like to Egypt with the um, Alexander the Great situation. I don't know who conquered Rome, Um, but there was a Roman emperor who is noted to be the first emperor to have like a court astrologer. Okay. So that's like the first time that we saw um, this kind of like higher up person having astrology. Mm-hmm. And then of course we have India and China, which have their own systems of astrology that kind of like developed separately. Um, and then the rest of the world by the middle ages had developed the Greek system. So the system we talked about that kind of like the Egyptian Greek mixture that came about, they had like by the middle ages that had pretty much spread to everywhere Except India and China had their own kind of like similar but different and they held their kind of systems of learning. Mm-hmm. So then I did a little a little research on like how astrology was used in everyday life. Yeah. Um, so basically people were always kind of like looking to the sky. Totally. You know, it's like this huge thing that right. is like changing and like we have no like access to it. And yeah. like, you know. The OG days. Right. Like, not much else going on. Right. We can't like, you know, 
touch the sky we can't like go there so it's like you know very mystical it's always been like a mystical thing Mm -hmm. for humans um obviously like travelers would use the sky for like direction Mm -hmm. and obviously would note that it like the sky the stars like change Mm -hmm. where they are throughout Mm -hmm. the year you know just initial observations astrology was like initially created though to like use like the patterns in it to like create order this is like before we had like agreed on the calendar right you know what I mean like we didn't have days of the week like (laughs) so we would use like the sky Mm -hmm. you know when this happens in the sky like that's when yeah whatever we'll do this um and yeah it also uh evolved into like noticing weather patterns Mm -hmm. as well based on the sky um farming was also a big thing like if you hear things like called like the harvest Mm -hmm. moon those are things i think that's like ancient egypt that they started using yeah um like the farmers would use like certain like full moons or whatever Mm -hmm. to know like when to expect floods or when to like Mm-hmm. plant their crops or whatever and then like spiritually people would use like the sky you know for like mostly like eclipses and things yeah. like big big events um for like when ceremonies should be held or like when they should go to war kind of thing yeah and i will just also just add like astrology kind of like came about because people have always been like spiritual you know but then when like the humans started getting into more like math and like mm-hmm. logic yeah science really helped that. astrology yeah. is like the combination of like using omens in the sky like an eclipse plus like math and logic yeah and like mapping yeah. mapping like omens out basically right. totally from the sky so then yes as we discussed then astrology is eventually used for prediction mm-hmm. mostly by royalty i guess we talked about rome a little bit earlier but like in ancient china like and um, mm-hmm. like the emperor had noblemen like looking at eclipses to like figure out when would be like good or bad times for the em- emperor. Right. Like astrology and astronomy used to be like synonymous. Yes. Yes. For many many years, like people who were astronomers were called also considered astrologers. astrologers. Like um, Johann Kepler. I only know who that is because of the the telescope. Mm, I don't mm-hmm. know what else he actually did, but you know, clearly a well respected yeah. like astronomer um, was also considered an astrologer at the time in the 17th century. Yeah, it wasn't until I believe um, Sir Isaac Newton uh-huh. um, like came up with the concept of like gravity. Oh, mm-hmm. that. It, there became more of like a divide between like really like sciencey mathy right. like astronomy uh-huh. of like more so like calculating just totally. like just like calculating I don't know to calculate like yeah. just to explore what else is out there kind of thing and more so like the spiritual uh-huh. path of astrology. So something that I learned that I was just really blew my mind and I was uh-huh. excited because I no one had ever talked about this before, but apparently Roman leaders banned astrology mm. from like mm-hmm. every people. Like it was like illegal for like anyone but like the Roman Hierarchs. leaders to know astrology because wow. they were scared that Too knowledge powerful. would help would like 
make it easier to like overthrow right They'd like the government vul- basically like ver- vulnerable <laughs> vulnerable <laughs> yeah exactly yeah. like if someone calculated calculated like oh this is a good day for right. like for the e- emperor to die or whatever mm-hmm. we couldn't be having that so interesting right so there is just like a huge um very direct like status and like your access to information especially like we'll get into this later but like before there was the internet like Mm -hmm. it was pretty easy to like block people keep information from people huge gatekeep energy but so then but the leaders would then use astrology like to their advantage and like you know have their own astrologers Mm -hmm. like helping to you know use the stars in their favor so it wasn't until the middle ages or which is also the renaissance i believe mm-hmm. the renaissance is part of the middle ages I yeah i didn't i literally made this connection myself mm-hmm. after a lot of research that was also the the mark of the middle ages starting is the fall of the roman empire mm. so it's not until the middle ages where like everyday people are starting uh-huh. to use astrology in their oh, everyday cool. lives uh-huh. it became like an essential part of medicine like doctors mm-hmm. would like directly use like what like the planetary rulers of like certain like medicinal oh, plants mm-hmm. and like very cool pull them at like a certain time right very fun yeah. um and so then but then as the church you know the catholics right. um gained power they demonized astrology mm-hmm. we can't we can't have nice things exactly with the church um i think it really is just like people in power like seeing how much um astrology can like I don't know, empower, yeah, empower people. people, really, yeah. Really scares them. Like, Galileo yeah. was an astrologer, and he was, like, forced to, like, drop that title and, like, drop those beliefs, essentially. Yeah. I think by the church, Yeah, I want to say. I think it was, like, yeah, essentially so that he could, like, continue to have a career. Yeah. He had to be like, no, that's not, not I don't believe what I do. Yeah. yeah. But, yeah, and then at least in Europe – the age of enlightenment is when people just kind of started vibing more with science over yeah. like theory. So mm-hmm. the pop, I think the combination of like the church demonizing it and the age of enlightenment, it kind of got like just less popular yeah. and less important to everyday life. Your average human. So yeah, that's a little yeah. bit about ancient history. Yes. Um, and then we wanted to talk a little bit about like how, okay, so all of that happened. Mm-hmm. And then how did we get to you know today the two of us having a podcast about astrology and like all of you wanting to listen to it yeah so I think just like the main thing is just obviously we have access to like widespread information we have Mm -hmm. the internet and I read this in an article someplace it was like astrology is like the perfect combination of like there's really simple aspects that like anyone can relate can relate to but then also there is infinite things to look right. into it's like the perfect thing to google you yeah know? like yeah no literally you could study it forever or you yeah. could just read for about it for a couple minutes yeah in your magazine at the end of the you know last page of the magazine yeah but also just like more ancient texts have mm-hmm. been translated yeah totally yeah i mean it's so interesting even like this is like kind of a tangent but even when we were um, when we were in Tulum, like we went on a tour, and he was talking about like how the Mayans used astrology. Mm-hmm. Like we went to the ruins, and it was so cool. Like just so interesting. But like that, like all like all different kinds of people like had 
their own version of it. Yeah. But like now we can know that. Right. Yeah. Like we have access to that information. Yeah. That's like going too far back, but just an interesting no, like yeah, real life everywhere. Astrology application has been of ancient astrology. Yeah. And yeah. then it, it just like astrology has been important to so many people. Yeah. A- everywhere. Literally. I did find a little tidbit about um, how like horoscopes mm-hmm. um, became popular. Yeah. In 1930, Princess Margaret was born. Mm-hmm. If you've watched The Crown, you're familiar. <laughs> Someone published an article basically like making predictions about her life. This was like it was published like three days after her birth mm. about they were making just predictions about about her and her life. And like I think the main thing is they predicted that something like really eventful would happen when princess margaret was seven Mm. and when she was seven is when like her father became king oh wow so everyone was like oh my god yeah (laughs) what was that how did you know that like (laughs) yeah um so then the same person which i guess this must have been seven years later then yeah i don't know just to note this was not like the first time like a newspaper had published something about astrology like I think I saw something in like 1908 there was a headline about like President Roosevelt like Mm. is like about being a Sagittarius or Uh something like the newspaper had like been had said stuff about astrology in the past but like this just to this day like people just go crazy over the royal family yeah true in the UK like people just go crazy over it and they always have so I think this was just like yeah had a huge draw right um, so then the same astrologer made another article like and totally predicted like a plane crash. Mm-hmm. And so after that, people were like, you know, give what us is more of this. Yeah. Like, um, and so then that astrologer got like a weekly column oh, cool. in this newspaper. And I, it just gradually turned into like horoscopes. Uh-huh. And then obviously like that idea spread to other news like people just copied yeah. it immediately obviously um but I also read that um other newspapers copying it like sometimes they wouldn't even hire real astrologers it would just be like they, they had a writer and they'd be like do an astrology column and they'd just like whatever read one okay. book about astrology and be like okay here it is like That's so funny that so makes a lot of sense though. right I think that has a lot to do with the bad rap astrology totally. gets because and horoscopes get specifically too yeah something we've both I promise we both heard this and we can't remember where we're from. <laughs> but I think this is just like such a like cool little tidbit is it was definitely in a podcast somewhere we listened to. We think it was maybe Alice Sparkly Cat said this. Yeah. Um, but like the rise of like feminism and like feminist scenes like really brought about like another like wave of astrology like coming to the forefront and like using zodiac signs and horoscopes um, through these kind of like feminist communities as a way to like learn about themselves and communicate and like a just kind of like a little underground like system I think also like we couldn't find we've both like have been googling for the past week like trying to find something about this but obviously just so much of like underground like history and especially like zines are very zines I guess not everyone knows what a zine is a zine is like um a little like handmade typically yeah, like, like mini mag mini magazine that people make it has like a lot to do with like queer culture and like yeah. just underground mm-hmm. um you know counter right. subcultures people would just like make them yeah to like spread pass information yeah, yeah pass around um so obviously it's like you know yeah not the most googleable 
right type of like history yeah Um, but i think it it astrology feels very it feels very aligned allegedly Mm -hmm. zines started writing little horoscopes for people yeah and you know also uh an influence so then also i assume this also ties into zine culture just like how there was like a wave of spirituality in like the 70s -hmm. like the age of aquarius vibes which not clear on if I don't think the age of Aquarius actually started in the 70s. Yeah. I believe it started like last year. No, <laughs> it was just like an era. Yeah, it was just like a good title. Yeah. Um that people were into, but I can't remember. Yeah, no, right. there's like um a lot of different takes on what that means and like one did start last year, but then I saw somewhere else like they were like, "Well, it's every 20 years." Some people say it's every couple thousand years. So I think it de- really depends on like I think there's different transits and ways that people are mapping that. Yeah. So just a disclaimer. Yeah. If you hear Age of Aquarius, that's like not really like a real yeah. thing. That's more like it was like it's like think of it's like the song. Right. It more was just like a vibe, a tonality. <laughs> right. It was but yeah, it was the age of coming together as a community and making a better future. Exactly. The right Aquarius. Vibe. Yeah. yeah. In the seventies though, um, I guess late sixties early 70s Mm -hmm. vibe um like just culturally people were starting to think more about like individuality right questioning religions and like fighting against the status quo which is all like very astrological and also goes hand in hand with like space exploration Mm -hmm. and we were just like learning about how big like the the universe universe actually was and how interesting that like then having a weekly horoscope where you know your sun sign like that can make you feel so special and right. big while totally. we're learning like how tiny like humans are. actually are mm-hmm. i did i okay i don't know how real this is i read yeah. this on the internet in one place but apparently there were like rumors that mm. um ted bundy would ask his victims Mm. what their sign was like that was like one of his like little like chat up lines and so like once people caught like ear of that um it like had a lot to do with like the fall of popular astrology like going into the 80s like people right just like why panic like oh if you know ted bundy's into astrology like it must be it must be from hell yeah yeah exactly so yeah i don't know how like so interesting actually true that is but definitely a fun like minor right (laughs) used it myself a few times (laughs) works every time honestly terrible (laughs) but yeah at least a fun little like yeah well that's not fun but like a little (laughs) um just like a little interesting detail of astrology history yeah and then that just brings us to kind of like modern day obviously this is really a brief history there's endless thing you could go year by year but um brings us to like modern day obviously social media yeah is a huge thing um astrology is also just like a great easy thing to share it's like a unifier it's comedy and with like meme culture it is like the perfect perfect form meme format perfect meme format Mm. um it's like easily digestible people everyone knows their sun sign and Mm -hmm. they're like oh yeah like 
that's so me right um and it's like easy shareable content also just like with the popularity of like the self-care era people like are really focusing on focusing on themselves so we all know that astrology is a great tool for that yeah and i just think similar to how astrology was like originally created in like a Mm -hmm. calendar kind of way like to create order like now we just hear like so much horrible news yeah we just hear so many horrible things going on constantly every day like way more than like we should you know what I mean like humans just naturally like we shouldn't know what's going on on the other side of the world so I think astrology is also like just so calming yeah, and comforting to- yeah it's like also calming to like the chaos totally. that's like happening everywhere else yeah absolutely so hope you enjoyed our little hostery episode like i can't believe i said mesopotamia right again <laughs> this week we have a layover in <laughs> wink wink get it <laughs> around the world when, when you're going around the world you have a few layovers <laughs> and this week our layover is in astrologer origins that's us that's us <laughs> we thought we would talk a little bit about how we got into astrology originally yes <laughs> i think it's always been like kind of like a bestie shared interest for us mm-hmm. like i think just growing up like sleepovers and magazines was like a huge part of the culture <laughs> um we're all bringing the t- i'm like i'll bring tiger beat and right, you bring like code yeah <laughs> i think that was one right that was like oh, was that what it was called maybe it was like girls something it's it like was, j14 oh j14 yeah. yeah all of the good ones but yeah I always had to read my horoscope in a magazine. Always like really associated with being a Sagittarius too. So mm-hmm. that was like pretty easy. Like that wasn't like, I was like, mm, I don't know. You know, it was like, no, yeah, that's, that's <laughs> exactly it. me. But I feel like the first like birth chart we ever like really dissected. Like I think when I like really started getting into it, it was like after high school. Mm-hmm. And I think it was like, it's like Probably. I remember being like visiting you in Boston And, like, I feel like I'd probably done my, like, I had to have done my own chart. But, like, I think the first one we, like, sat down together, we were like, okay. Right. A crazy boyfriend. You were like, something's not adding up here. Like, we need help. What's happening? We need help understanding what could possibly be going on with this human. Literally. Right. Um, And, like, just, like, really wanted to, like, learn about other people. And, like, myself. But, like, I think. The spark was like kind of like what is going on yeah. with someone else. Like compatibility. Yeah, too. exactly. And like obviously like as a Sagittarius, I just like love to learn and love to like understand a lot of different things. So like spirituality, religions, like I'm obsessed with religion and like other people's religions. Like that's always been really interesting to me. So like astrology and like other forms of spirituality, like human design and astrology. Like I want to learn about like every single thing. Um, And I always just like really liked that astrology is just like endless. Yeah. Like you just like you said this earlier, like you could literally just like learn about it forever like that was always very intriguing to me it wasn't like something I could just like learn and move on from like I could always have it as like an interest and a learning kind of thing how about you um definitely like the you know 
I'm like the teeny bopper magazine. <laughs> no, literally. Why did that word come to mind? I'm a great word. No, I yeah, say no, we teeny bopper sometimes too. And I'm like, well, that was old of me. But yeah, those like celeb magazines. Like I remember like cutting out my horoscope like and like keeping it. Oh my God, I love. Um... I then was just also always drawn to, like, the spirituality sections and bookstores. Mm. Like, in high school, like, my besties and I would, like, hang out in Barnes & Noble often. And, like, I would always go to that section and, like, you know, read about my sign. And I totally remember, like, when I actually, like, bought my first one. Uh My first, like, astrology book, which is really cute. And then, yeah, I think it was also not until college that I started, like studying it yeah um like I remember like my like freshman year I like got home from like winter break and was like yes like now I have have all this time yeah like study astrology and I would like wake up in the morning and like make myself a cup of tea and get my notebook and pen and my astrology book and like take notes and I used to um I used to print out blank birth charts Mm -hmm. and quiz myself Mm -hmm. on all the symbols and everything like I would I would fill out an empty birth chart as like practice yeah which is just really cute. It is really cute. <laughs> yeah, I think just then throughout college, like similar to how you said, like I just used like astrology as therapy for a yeah, long time. Totally. Like just being like, oh my God, like why is this happening? Or like, why am I feeling like this? Why am I acting like this? Yeah. I would like go to my birth chart and, you know, look for something that mm-hmm. like would be like, oh, okay. It's my Scorpio moon, I think. Right. Like, right. <laughs> totally. I feel so much better. Like, yeah. Okay. <sighs> like, we can move on now. Yeah. It's so funny. Like, I re- was thinking about this this week. Like, whenever Scratch Goods would move and I wouldn't be working as much or, like, the store would be mm-hmm. closed, I, like, would sit on the roof here, like, at Soho, and I would sit up on the roof and I'd have my book. And I would, like, write down my houses and write down the sides. Like, it's so funny. It was, like, when I also, like, had my little work break. Right. It was, like, finally, now we can work on this. I have time to look at astrology. Like, so funny. Yeah. Which is now special that we, like cut out have time so much time which yeah. yeah a we have time and b we like yeah really make it a priority prioritize it yeah yeah absolutely um, my wife was saying the other day they were like it is so hot that you are like researching this right now <laughs> yeah they were like not everyone does that like I most know. people do not like have something that they're passionate about and, and they like, take time to like about. research it and yeah. learn about it and like absorb it and use it yeah no totally I know like once I left like a work happy hour early I, like, didn't drink. Like, I was just like, no, like, I have to go home and, like, learn about the asteroids. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, that's, like, what I have to do tonight. Like, yeah. I don't have time for this. Sorry, guys. Like, I have to go learn about every asteroid and its mythology. <laughs> like, in an excited way, though. Yeah, you no, know? it's, like, so special that we yeah. have something that yeah. we love so much. I know, it and really is. And now we get is. to share it with you guys. Yeah, that's the best part. <laughs> yeah, and I think, like, really what astrology has been able to do for me is, like, give me the reminder that everything is, like, cyclical. Mm-hmm. Like, nothing is permanent. Everything is, like, ever-changing. Like, nothing lasts forever. Like, literally, like, it's a loop. Like, things go around in a circle. Things leave you. They come back to you. um, But nothing stays forever. Um, And I think it's just, like, a really good way to, like, reflect on stuff when you're feeling a type of way. Like, it's really easy to, like, go to your Chani app, check, you know, check the little transit thing and just see exactly what's going on. Like, that's just such a nice tool to have. And, like, 
be able to like like make you feel so seen yeah is what it's doing yeah i'm feeling like this and then someone else being like this is probably happening for you right Right. now you're like oh my gosh thank you totally I, you know, if you're yeah. feeling crazy for feeling a type of way. Like, right. Oh, no, okay. No, it makes, I'm supposed to be feeling like Right. This. Um, yeah. And I think for me too, like knowing that it's like, like it's a transit, like transit, that means it's moving. Mm-hmm. Like it's not, nothing is like stagnant. Nothing is staying with you forever. Everything's an era, you yeah. know, everything is moving era. and changing. Yeah. I think something that clicked for me recently too is like thinking about things cyclically. Mm-hmm. It's like. I it's like things aren't supposed to just like I I think when I see a problem I just want it to be like fixed Uh and if the problem happens again I'm like oh my gosh like I didn't do a good enough job last time or like why isn't this better it is things are supposed to come back up right you know every whatever the cycle is like however Mm -hmm. so often it just like yeah totally things are supposed to come back up you're gonna reassess oh remember when this happened last time how did we handle it then and okay look it came up again are we handling and now it we know same? how to handle it. Yeah, it's just really nice. It is really nice. <laughs> Very special. Hope you enjoyed, you know, hearing about our little our Journey. little journeys to astrology. Um, and maybe you can relate or, you know, maybe you have your journey still ahead of you and we're really oh my god me I'm like I'm gonna cry um we're honored to be a part of your journey yes I'm learning about astrology up next we are passing the plate over (laughs) to our listeners (laughs) if you um you know, watch Disney Channel. You're yeah. familiar with um, Pass the Play with, um, you know, Brenda Song, for example. <laughs> <laughs> um, so we thought it would be a fun little title for our, you know, I think it's going to be maybe a story time slash advice segment. Yeah. More so this season and um, also a similar We'll do advice on Fridays in our clicky episodes as well. So keep out for those. Those will also still be listener submitted questions. So I recently met this guy online a few months ago. After chatting, we decided that we should meet up in person for food slash drinks. I just moved here a year ago and found out he'd recently moved here from another state as well. Turns out our birthdays are just a few days apart and we have quite a bit in common. I've introduced him to a couple of my friends I've made here, and we've hung out a few times since then. I think he's a really cool guy and definitely find him attractive, but I'm not sure if he has the same feelings towards me. This past weekend, we went out and things were a little flirty, but nothing came of it. I just want to know if I have a chance or if he's interested in me as more of a friend. I'm sometimes bad at reading signals and not sure if I've already found my way into the friend zone. Would love to hear what you two think. Side note, I'm like, I will be reading the compliment. <laughs> Side note, I adore you both so much and enjoy your podcast slash content on TikTok. Danny, you are so relatable. And Aubrey, you're the bestie everyone wishes they had. This <gasps> this compliment has kept me going for I the think past about week. It all day. I think about it all day. I was walking to work. I'm like, I'm so relatable. <laughs> no, it's just like, I, so I think like it makes sweet. us feel very seen because yeah. that's like exactly who we want to be. Literally. Literally. Because I'm like, well, I don't want to be relatable. I know. You know what no, I but mean? I do. Yeah. No. It's, yeah. It's really um, No, it's affirming. so perfect. So, so thank, thank you for, for saying that. that. <laughs> A little update. The placements here 
are for our listener an Aquarius Sun, Gemini Moon, and Rising, Leo Mars, Capricorn Venus. And for the man, <laughs> an Aquarius Sun, Taurus Moon, Cancer Rising, Leo Mars, and a Capricorn Venus. Very similar. Very similar. Shockingly similar. Yeah. So, um, if you don't already know, I am also in an Aquarius Aquarius yeah. relationship right now, um, and you know it really works for us. My theory in it is that uh, Aqua Aqua works if you're different types of weird. Mm-hmm. If you're the same type of weird, it's gonna be like there Clash. can only be one of us. Yeah. You know, like oh, you think you like you know you know you think you're weirder. Well, actually, I'm weirder. Yeah. But if you're like just weird about like different things totally i think it's a vibe yeah since your little crush um is a cancer rising Mm -hmm. it's like it's giving shy um i feel like they probably have like maybe just more of like a hard shell right around them that like you need to just get to know them a little bit Mm -hmm. better before they show you their like soft insides totally before they see your soft insides (laughs) okay (laughs) Okay. Okay. Yeah, I personally, I have an Aquarius Venus, but I like to say that I think Aquarius, like, is the sign of the friend zone. Like, I really do lean into my, like, Aquarius self when I'm, like, dating and in relationships, but I feel like I've always, like, called people I've been, like, dating and hooking up with, like, my friend, Mm -hmm. um, unless it was, like, super, super defined, um... And so, like, I would argue, like, I'm not sure if, like, a friend zone is a bad place to be with an Aquarius. Right. You know, like, I, don't I don't think, think that you're means stuck something bad, necessarily. You're just friends. Yeah. You're just friends. And, like, you can hook up, you can date, but you're also friends. Mm-hmm. And I think that's, like, a very Aquarian way to date. Totally. Um. So I would, like... Maybe if that helps you, like, be okay with it. Like, I think that's, like, an okay place to start things. Yeah. I also think, A, the Cancer Rising, but B, the Taurus Moon. Like, Mm -hmm. Tauruses like to take things slow. Totally. And they, like, just might need more time to get to know you. Yeah. Um, Whereas, like, you have a Gemini Moon and Rising. Like, you don't want to wait. You want to jump into it because you're Mm -hmm. feeling it right now. And, like, who knows how it will be things tomorrow. But you're like, but I'm feeling it tonight. So, like, let's do it. Yeah. Um, But, yeah, I don't think you're, like, in a friend zone. They just, like, might rather start as friends and, like, get to know each other. And make sure that this is, like, a safe scenario because you might be coming off, like, kind of chaotic to them yeah to be honest <laughs> and it might be freaking them out <laughs> <laughs> which i'm not saying don't be yourself but no yeah but like no it might take a second yeah um it is so interesting too that you both have like capricorn venus yeah, did you just read that off my screen no <laughs> I literally my notes. super interesting you're both leo mars cap venus yeah <laughs> so funny continue um, that's kind of all i have okay. just like that's like crazy that you both have the same venus and mars like that is like probably not like an initial thing but like i feel like if this does continue like that's just like you're gonna understand each other's right. like wants you... and needs like in a deeper relationship sexual way like pretty well yeah i think definitely like with leo mars like i think you guys both want the attention on right. you 
Mm-hmm. And then a Capricorn Venus, like you both want to date someone who's like an icon, who has like yeah. a high social status, mm-hmm. is rich, etc. So like you, I, like maybe older. So if you're both attracted to that, like right. I think it would be hard for both of you to be happy, and like any sort of like long term wise, if like you guys are both like at the same playing field. Right. I think Capricorn v- Venus really wants to like kind of, you know, date like ab- above their status, like date to right. help their status mm-hmm. or like, not that I necessarily feel like that with my partner, but like my partner helps me do things that I can't, that I, I'm not able to do otherwise that like, you know, yeah, up- lifts you up. Upgrade me. Yeah. Like, my partner writes my emails for me because they're a little <laughs> older and they know how email works. <laughs> so, totally. you know, like, I think if you guys are mm-hmm. both the same exact age, it's, like, hard to feel like the yeah. other person is, like, t- like upgrading your status. Yeah. That could maybe be a found thing, though, do you think? Yeah, totally. Like, no, I'm not saying it's, like, doomed, mm-hmm. but I just, like, an interesting... Like, my Capricorn Venus, I have just... You know, totally really found that in yourself yeah in dating um but it's also i think just something to like know about yourself and unpack like why yeah. is it why is that important to you or totally. whatever so yeah like i think it's just interesting with the same mars and the same no, venus like does it work if you both want the same things like maybe you know yeah. how to give the other person exactly what you would right. want no yeah. i know very interesting yeah but I would definitely, like, keep this going. And I think also just the fact that you both moved to a new place, like, is just, like, a, a reason to have friendship, if nothing else. Yeah, totally. Like, a good way to, like, and you said you've, like, met each other's friends. Like, I feel like it's, like, I'm not mad at the friend vibes here. And no. I think it, we could go places with it. Yeah, and who doesn't love, like oh my god like are we gonna like sit next to each other or are we not right. or are like we are we gonna kiss tonight maybe right. I don't know like yeah. I'm I'm like living it's for fun. that like I feel like I always see TikToks of people that are like will someone just like be my like you know ha- being an erotic friendship w- yeah. with me where we like hang out all the time and like totally no neither of us know what's going on like yeah. I think it's that's era. really fun it is but yeah, I would say um, continue to like be the kind of person that they can trust and they mm-hmm. they can like feel at home with you, Absolutely. especially since you're both in a new city. And I'm sure like, you know, feeling homesick or whatever sometimes. Yeah. So and Taurus and, ca- er, and, and Cancer definitely like want to feel at home with you. Yeah. So good luck. Let us know how it goes. Let us know. You can text us. (laughs) Text us updates, please. We love when you do. Thank you for joining us on your flight to uh, season four of Astros. We made it. This is when you clap. When you clap on the landing. Yeah, literally. That's this moment. Um, we will see you on Friday for a new quickie episode and then we will see you next Wednesday for a full length episode. So much content. So much content. And you'll see us way more on TikTok TikTok. coming up because we'll be together every single day. Can't wait. (laughs) Um, and you know, it's not made in this moment, but I am committed to making a B-reel for us. Oh yeah, we will. 
So we'll be on Be Have Real. Have an asterisk, let's be real, I think would be really It cute. would be so fun. We love Be Real, as I'm sure y'all do too. Yes. So, you know, keep an eye out for that. Yes. Oh my God, fun. See you next week, okay. sluts. Bye, Bye. sluts. Bye.